0: Hi everybody, and welcome back to A to Z with Ari. Today we have the letter C. So the first thing that starts with the letter C is cooking. I absolutely love cooking, baking more especially because I like sweet things more than savory things, but cooking is still really fun. Because of this, I thought I would share a few super easy three-ingredient recipes with you. So the first one is strawberry sorbet. So what you need is a blender or food processor, some strawberries, some honey, and some water, and if you want, some lemon juice to give it a bit more flavor. So first you're going to blend the strawberries in the blender or food processor until they're pretty smooth. Then you're going to add in the water to try to make it more blended up and more smooth and then add this add the honey for sweetness and the lemon juice if you just want to make it a little bit more bitter so if you want it really sweet add a lot of honey and if you don't want it as sweet add less honey and then after that you're going to leave it in the freezer for like half an hour i think two half an hour to two hours and then when it's done it will be super good and it will taste like strawberry sorbet all right so the second thing is three ingredient chocolate cake. So you're going to need any type of cookies or biscuits. If you want it to be chocolate, then chocolate cookies, baking powder and milk. So you're going to preheat your oven to 340 degrees Fahrenheit or 170 degrees Celsius. And then you like grease a pan with butter and line the bottom with parchment paper. Then in a food processor or like Ziploc bag, crush the cookies into fine into fine crumbs. And put those into a big bowl. Add baking powder and the milk and mix until they're all combined together. Pour into the pan and bake for 25 to 30 minutes or until a toothpick comes out clean. And then take it out of the pan, let it cool, and frost or decorate if you want. Also, for the strawberry sorbet, you can kind of eyeball how much you put in. But for this chocolate cake and the next one, I will be putting the links in the description of this episode. All right, and the third one is Oreo cake pops. So if you have like a dietary restriction, like you're gluten-free or dairy-free, there are gluten-free and dairy-free Oreos because my brother and dad are gluten-free and we've gotten them many times before, so don't feel sad that you can't make these. But you're going to need cream cheese, around 36 Oreos, and some white chocolate or... Milk chocolate or any chocolate that you want, but not chocolate chips, like a bar. Um, so you're gonna put one package of Oreo cookie of the Oreos or thirty six cookies in a food processor, um, or like a blender or a um, Ziploc bag, and then crush it in there. Then um, add in the um, cream cheese and just pulse whatever you're using and if you don't have a blender or food processor then maybe use an electric mixer and if you don't have that then just hand mix in the um, cream cheese and then put a uh, parchment or wax paper on a baking sheet and then form the mixture into balls and then put them on the baking sheet and then put them in the refrigerator for at least an hour maybe more but they have to be cold and firm so put um some chocolate in a bowl and if you if you're using white chocolate it's recommended that you add a little bit of coconut oil but that's four ingredients so you don't have to if you want if you don't want to and the microwave in 30 second increment increments or you can just um Melted on the stove, either one's fine. But if you're doing thirty second increments, stir between each one until the chocolate's mostly melted, and then continue stirring until all it's melted. And then, and then this is really important: let it cool for five minutes. Um, so, uh, place one Oreo ball on a fork or spoon, or stick a um, skewer in it, and then dip it in the chocolate or pour the chocolate over it. Or if you have like a cooling rack, put like a pan underneath the cooling rack, put the Oreo balls on it, and then just pour the melted chocolate over it. If the chocolate starts to firm up again, then just heat it in the microwave for 15 more seconds and stir it again. Once they're coated, refrigerate until the chocolate is firm, which is at least 10 minutes. You can also decorate with a chocolate dri- drizzle. Just reheat the leftover chocolate in the microwave in 15 second increments until it's melted and then use a spoon to drizzle it on top. And if you do that, you have to refrigerate it again for another 10 minutes ish, maybe a bit more. Brain spark. Oh, brain spark. I love brain spark. It's time for today's brain spark. Today, it is a question. All right, so today's question is, what are the two official languages of Guam? Alrighty, righty, so the second thing for the letter C is crafts. So, sorry if you hear any background noises, but my sister is going to take a bath. But I really love doing arts and crafts, and so I have a few ideas to share with you. So just like the recipes, I thought I would share a few crafts with you. So the first one is a glue bookmark. So no, it's not sticky, it's actually hardened glue. So all you need are some washable markers, some Elmer's white school glue because clear glue does not work, and some sort of plastic lid. So first, draw a design with the markers. Don't make it too detailed because it's gonna spread anyway. Then pour some glue out and spread it around with the toothpick. After that, let it sit for two to three days and then when it's dry, peel it off and then you have a bookmark. So the second craft is a stress ball kind of thing. If you're familiar with Oobleck, then that's what we'll be using, but if you're not, It's a simple mixture of water and cornstarch, and just mess around with adding more of it until you've reached a consistency where if you poke it or punch it or hit it, it just kind of feels hard. But if you like relax your fingers into it, it's kind of like wet and it gets stuck to you a little, but you can always wash it off. That's the consistency you want. Now, you're also gonna need balloons that will be the outside of the stress ball and if you want you can add some food coloring to the oobleck if your balloon doesn't change colors when you squish it but you won't really know that until the end so I mean it's not a big deal if it doesn't work it'll still be really awesome so then you you wrap the lip of the balloon around a funnel or if you don't have a funnel then you can cut the top off of a plastic bottle and wrap the lip of the balloon around the cap and then pour the oobleck in but make sure not to overflow it Then take out the funnel and tie it up and then when you squish it it might turn a different color and if not that's okay but if it does turn another color and you want it to be like one of those netting stress balls where when you squeeze it little ones like little things pop out of the holes the little parts of the stress ball then you can take some of an orange bag like some of the netting from an orange bag and wrap it around that and then like hot glue it closed at the top and maybe put like a sticker on it or something. Like a foam sticker or a, a button. And then it, it, when you squish it, the different color will pop up and it will look really cool. So the last craft I will share with you is DIY puff balls. First take two sheets of cardboard and cut out identical cardboard circles. Then cut out identical holes in the middle of both so that... They're kind of donut shaped. Then don't glue them together or tape them together. Just hold them together and wrap string around them and over and over and over itself until there's good layers all the way around it and try to wrap it nice and tight, but not super tight. Then there will be a little bit of space in between the two pieces of cardboard. And oh, also the more layers you wrap it, the fluffier your puffball will be. When you're done wrapping it, just don't cut the string at any point in this. Wrap the string around the middle of the space between the two cardboard donuts, like that. Wrap it and wrap it and wrap it, and then cut it, and then tie a few knots to make sure it's good. Then you're also going to cut another length of string and wrap it around and tie it and tie it, and just make it really tight. Then when you're done, you're going to take some scissors and cut all the loops you made around. And then you're going to slide off the... Um, cardboard or you can just cut it off because you can always make it again the tighter you make the loop around it the more fluffy it will be also so you might need to groom it and trim it a little and if you pull really hard the strings will come off so just be gentle and you could make like a garland to hang in your room we'll be right back no back to your podcast i think i know what time it is Time for Ask the Family. Ask the Family. Ask the Family. Oh, Ask the Family. If you are new to this podcast and don't know what Ask the Family is, it's really simple. I just go around and ask each member of my family their favorite thing that starts with the letter of the episode. Hey, Mom, what's your favorite thing that starts with the letter C? My favorite thing with the letter C is croquet. I love to play it. Hey, Elisa, what's your favorite thing that starts with the letter C? Um, chocolate, hello. Hey, Nava, what's your favorite thing that starts with the letter C? Chocolate. Hey, Dad, what's your favorite thing that starts with the letter C? This is going to be a bold choice, but I'm going with cauliflower. Yeah! Hey Tati, what's your favorite thing that starts with the letter C? My favorite thing that starts with the letter C is either colors or caps lock. So now it's time for the part of the episode where one of my friends or listeners gives a bit of information about themselves and their favorite thing that starts with the letter of the episode. If you would like to be in a future episode, all the information you need will be in the description of this episode. Hi, my name's Leah. I'm and I'm 9 years old. I live in San Diego, California, and my favorite thing that starts with the letter C is cacti. So, the answer to today's Brain Spark is English and Chamorro. I hope I'm saying that right. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of A to Z with Ari. I will see you next time in episode 4, The Letter D. Bye!